podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Uh, before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. You aren't going to find anything else like it. They are our sponsors because I own three of them and I truly believe in this machine. I truly believe in the people that work there and the product. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged and we'll give you $400 off. Just say Coach Collins sent me. Coach Unplugged sent me and they'll take really, 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 really good care of you. Trust me. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial. Um, you're going to want to check it out before prices increase. You know, it's just that things happen. <laughs> Coach Collins has only got so many hours in a day. Go over and check it out. It's got the roadmap. It's got everything that you need to become a better basketball coach in one stop. You know, if you're looking for clinic videos, if you're looking how to break a one-three-one, if you're looking how to run a zone offense, if you're looking how to, to pick an offense, if you're looking for anything, it's got it there for you as I hit my microphone. Oh, well, um, it, you know, and it also helps us pay the bills, helps us keep all these podcasts, um, the high school hoops and five minute basketball coaching podcasts and funnel down and all these things free to you. Um, teachhoops.com is what pays the bills and keeps the lights on. So um, we'd love if you went over and check that out and let's head off to the podcast. You know, there, you may shoot a technical foul and then go shoot your, your bonus one and one or two shot bonus or whatever. Um, so, so I've, and I've learned the hard way. I've learned that, you know what? I thought I knew that rule, get in the locker room. No, that wasn't it. And, and I'm not going to mess that one up again. Right. Do you, uh, do you use uh, please excuse my dear aunt Sally, or do you use the grouping one? You I use... use the grouping one. So greatly excuse my dear aunt Sally. Okay. Okay. I've still, still, been in my so class. We're, we're math. We're, we're math nerding out. Sorry, people. Uh, no, no, no. You know, it's, it's, so when I'm in this class, I do math and he gets on me all the time about that. He gets on me all the time about this and he could go ahead. You know what? You explain what I do and why you get so mad. He use he does shortcuts and doesn't show his work. He he undoes what I've been trying to teach the kids for so Don't long. Ever, oh my God. I'd be like, I'd be like this. I'd be like, get out of here. What are you doing? You have to oh, show your work. He's done that my biggest worry, right? It's my biggest worry about going full online. We're going full online for first quarter. I don't know how I'm going to check all their work and make sure they're doing all the steps. I just, I, that's my, like, I wake up yeah. in cold sweats. Like, how am I going to do that virtually <laughs> um, with 150 kids? I just don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just do, I do PEMS does because that's what I learned. I, whatever. I t teach them the grouping one, but um, yeah, order of operations. I love, I, I haven't taught algebra gosh in 20 plus years, but um I do. I do love my, uh, please excuse my dear aunt Sally. If you don't know the order of operations, people look it up. All the basketball coaches are listening. Um, all right. So if you could talk to one coach or one person or one of fit, who would you guys talk to? So recently I've had, uh, with my daughter at K state, I shot it. In fact, me and Jason together created an email and I said, Hey, dear coach Weber, uh, my daughter, blah, blah, blah. Is it possible I can come in, spend a little time when I'm in the Manhattan area? And literally five minutes later, bing, here you go. You're welcome. Come on. We know a mirror. Come on down. Well, that's awesome. So that huh? That's awesome. 
Oh, it's, 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 that was, I've done it twice and, it, and both times were incredible. I mean, I couldn't, I can't coach my girls the way that he coaches his men's no, team. No, 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 no. So what I tell people when they do that, I said, what you have to do is you, you're sampling. You're like going to a smorgasbord and you're going, I like the peas. I'm going to eat the peas. You can't do what coach K does. If you have a 6'11 kid that has a 37-inch vertical, then you go ahead and do what Coach K does. But otherwise, you ain't doing that. Like, that's what – but that's like teaching. Like, I, I, I consider teaching like painting or being an artist. How you would teach order of operations and how I would teach order of operations probably be different. We both might tell dad jokes because I tell lots of dad jokes. But uh, I keep – I used to do stand-up, so I always try to make them laugh. Um, but – uh, but, but they both might be really effective. You know, you know, it's just, everyone does it a little bit different, but that's why I tell the young coaches that listen to the podcast, go out. I mean, I was under seven head coaches before I got my job and I took, I'm literally a piece of all seven of them. Like I took right. a little bit of each of them to make me like, I like this. I like this. I like this. It fits my personality. Um, so I think that's great. I think that's a great idea. What about you, Jason? Who would you meet? Uh, well, coach-wise, it would be Dean Smith. I'm a, a big Carolina fan, and uh, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. I think he's he really, and not not the only coach ever, but you know, for what he stands stands for as far as the the scholastic part, you're a student athlete first, your student first, athlete second, um, and just getting the players to play within a system. Uh, you know, I don't know if you watched the ten part series with Michael Jordan the last dance. And one of the things that Michael Jordan says is the only person really to hold me under 20 points is Dean Smith and to work within a system. And so I think that's, that's pretty unique to take one of the best basketball players in the history of basketball and to say, Hey, you know what? You can, you can be great in other places and do other things, but I need you to work within the system. Right. And uh, yeah. I've, I've had the opportunity to listen to a lot of good officials, um, not only on uh, video calls, but also in person. Um, I've listened to Ed Rush, a longtime NBA official. Uh, Penny Davis is now the national women's coordinator. So I've heard, heard her speak numerous, numerous times. And much like with coaches, I think, you know, you mentioned that, that you take a little piece of other coaches and, and you've developed your style. And I, and I think as, a, as an official myself, and I think every good official takes something from other officials they see, you know, hey, you know what, I really like that, the way that you toss the ball to start the game, but I really like the way that you do your block charge, and I really like the way that you're, you're able to have this conversation with the coaches, and you, you just, you pick up different things from different officials, and then you, you create your own style, and um, I, I would say between those two officials, I've, I've heard hours upon hours of, of speeches and pointers and just a, a multitude of officials and it's really nice because each one of them brings their own uniqueness to the game um some of them it's all about the mechanics it's all some of them it's all about the rules some of them it's it's about the the dialogue some of them it's about the preparation for the season or preparation after the season so uh, you you take a little bit of something from every official you talk to at any level right oh, I, uh, I well and everybody's they're all they're they're not robots you guys aren't robots like <laughs> Like everybody has kind of their thing. You once you've coached long enough, you kind of read like, "Ooh, I can't talk to that guy anymore," or "This guy, I can." Like, you know, I mean, part of that's just reading the room too. It's like it's certainly, you know, and and there 
there are things that certain officials could get away with that others can't. We, you know, we've all seen the videos of Joey Crawford as an NBA official and some of the things that, you know, his, his ejections have been, some of them have been very quick and maybe ne not necessarily um, as officials. We look at that and say, I don't know if I would have ejected, you know, that player for, for that thing, but he's got a style and he, there's a reason why he's at the level he is and that he can get away with what he, what he does. Right. And, yeah. you know, not, and I'm not saying in a bad or good way, I'm just saying that that's who he is and that's his officiating style. And um, I mean, you, you don't officiate as many finals as he's done and not be good official. No, you don't get those games. Um, all right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do rapid fire. And so I ask a question and then we'll go Keith first and then Jason second. Um, just so we can do it in order. Um, so it's just one question, and then so Jason gets to break because he gets to think about it when, when you can alternate. It doesn't really matter. Um, all right, so your favorite brand of basketball, I call these rapid fires. What's your favorite, the ball you actually play with in the game? What's your favorite brand? My favorite brand is the Rock. Okay, why? Uh, just the, the feel of it and the durability and the quality of the, of the basketball itself. He, the, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the rock doesn't get many votes. So you're in a unique category. Oh, okay. I'm just, I, I really genuinely, I really, really like the rock. Okay. Okay. I, I like officiating with the rock. I like playing with a Wilson jet. Wilson jets evolution. That's tends old to be, school. That's old school. Uh, that is old school. What, that is, a, what, what, what is a, what is the state association's ball? The rock. The Rock? Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, th so this one's just for Keith. What's your, what's your uh, one word to describe your ideal player? One word. Motivated. 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 Okay. For both of you, I'm going to start with Jason on this. When you go to one sporting event in the world, what would it be and why? The Masters. And it's, it's the best event ever. Have you been? I mean, you can get a pimento sandwich for $2. Really? Oh, if you if you've never seen the menu, nothing is more than about two or three dollars. You're not going to pay like if you go to a football game or to a baseball game, you're not going to have to pay nineteen dollars for a hot dog. You're going to have to pay nineteen hundred dollars to get a ticket and figure out where you're going to stay. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. I've been I've been close by. I've, I spoke at a clinic in outside of Atlanta, and it was like close to there. But I got a couple of good places you can stay. All right. Yep. What about you, Keith? So for me, going to Howard University in D.C., I'm going to pick, you ready for this? I'm going to pick the 1980s from like 81 to 85 Big East Tournament Conference Championship at Madison Square Garden. Any of those schools, whether it be Villy, whether it be Georgetown, Syracuse, St. John's, just a, just a plethora of highly skilled players and phenomenal coaches. Everybody should go to Madison Square Garden. It's like, you got to just go. Like, it's like you take the subway in and it's like, I know it's, <laughs> um, all right. Steve, so, I was going to be one of my, my favorite coaches is George Thompson or John, sorry, John Thompson. And okay. just because of the fact that the way that the, those Hoyas played uh, with that, that kind of edge offensively pushing the ball up, and defensively in your face. I just always – I remember Ewing blocking all – having all those goaltends to start. Remember that? I don't remember. But he told him to do that. I know he did. I think it was against Michael. I think that was – was that the Michael year? That I ask, you're going to have to ask McCourt. Yeah. Was that the Jordan he, year that he, he lost in the finals? There, he used to go out there and block everything. We just want to intimidate him. I don't remember I, what that was. 
I thought it was 85 when they played Villanova. Villanova. It might have been 85. It was. It, was, it might have been 85. Because yeah, 80, 82, 82 was Jordan. Who who did North Carolina beat? The, bad, the bad pass, Georgetown. Yeah. Yeah, it was Georgetown. Okay. Freddie Brown threw the ball away, or was it? He thought he heard something. I do remember that. I watched that black. I watched. This is how old I am. I watched the eighty-two. I watched that in the black and white TV in the basement with my brother playing wiffle ball. I swear to God, in our ba- unfinished basement, wiffle ball, black and white TV. I don't think you buy a black and white TV anymore. I don't. Do they, <laughs> I don't even know if you could find one in a in a thrift store. Or I know. A I know. Market or something. The, the, the kids laugh at me when I tell them that. All right, uh, we'll start with you on this one. J- well, favorite pregame meal for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, chicken. Something chicken. <laughs> okay. Doesn't matter what it is. Fried fried chicken, chicken strips. Um, as a player and a coach, uh, I, it was always something chicken related the night before, um, as an official, it's a little, little more sketchier. Cause I, I know that I'm going to be doing a lot more running, uh, <laughs> and I'm older and I got to be a little more conscious about what I eat, but no, I think chicken's always my go-to chicken. Okay. So I, I'm getting a little older too. So I would say, and I'm going to more and more plant-based protein. If you can, oh. Oh, come on, come on, Steve, come over, come over, Steve. No, I, well, trust me. I eat sushi. I, I love. I, I mean, I gotta have a good steak once in a while. I just can't go total. I, I'm very plant. I mean, I eat a lot of fish. I don't eat a lot of red meat. I don't eat a lot of meat, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, there's nothing like a good burger once in a while. Um, yeah, but I eat a lot of sushi. A lot of sushi. I love sushi. All right. So my my go to though is is still chicken, like Jason, and it, and it will probably have to be like wings. I don't eat. I'm sorry. I don't eat. My my pregame meal is not eating. Like I'm get oh. too nervous. I still get too nervous. I can't eat. No, I I eat afterwards, but I can't eat before. Um, what's one thing you guys do to relax? So part of our community service this summer was to build garden plots in downtown Palmer, and we built like 22, and they're probably nine feet long by four feet, five feet wide, two cinder blocks high, and we put the dirt in and everything. So we built 22 of them. So as I was leaving, the young lady that, that, that runs Bro Palmer said, hey, do you want a plot? And I, was, I said, look, I'm from LA, <laughs> South Central. <laughs> I know nothing about farming. Like, right. what do I to do with a plot? And then it just dawned on me, team building. And I said, you know what, give it to us. And my mindset was like, I'm gonna grow collard greens and yams. I'm going to have this big soul food dinner, right? So we've, we've got broccoli, cauliflower. And I don't know if you know the summers in Palmer, the, our state fair plants and how big they get due to the sunlight. Well, first oh. of all, we didn't even talk about the sunlight. How do you guys do that? Like, oh, yeah, Jake, go ahead. It's, I mean, all- it's, it's easy. You, you just know that you're going to take advantage of every second of, of daylight in the summertime because in the wintertime, you're not going to get any of it. Okay, because here's the sole reason I will move out of Wisconsin. This is the sole reason I will leave when I retire is if it was – I can handle 20 degrees. I can handle 30 below. I can handle no school because of frostbite and you throw it. I can handle that if the sun's out. But the sun doesn't come out. It's like it's like dreary. It's like living in London. It's like horrible. You see the sun like once every three days. I don't know how you do that. That would just depress me. 
like you you definitely have to get used to it you know having relatives up or friends who come up you know in the summertime one of the things they say how do you sleep without pulling the blinds down and oftentimes you'll you will buy what they call blackout shades right guest rooms and stuff because they just can't sleep with the, with the daylight i think people who are residents of alaska and longtime alaskans you just get you get used to it um but i i've been to barrow the northernmost town in alaska and i was there in november and i don't recall seeing the sun in the three days that we were there but when this in the summertime the sun won't the sun won't go below the horizon for 90 80 some 90 some days I mean, it's daylight 24 hours. I know. Hours. I mean, I'm telling you, that's why I want to come up to Alaska in the summer because it was like, that'd be good. I go fishing. I could, like, your golf game has got to help your golf game. Sure, you could golf at 2 a.m. Done it. Have you really? <laughs> yeah. The, the min, usually the uh, midnight sun tournaments don't tee off until 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Look at, the, look at Steve. Look at him. I just, that's, I mean, I, we're excited because it's light to like 8 30 or 9 here. Like, I'm going to take my daughter driving, practice through because she's getting her permit. And then I'm going to walk the dogs and it's going to be like 8 or 9. It's going to be sunny. It's like, it's not even close to going down. And that's crazy. I know. We almost, we almost came up. I never told Keith this. We almost came up and played in the Alaska. Great Alaska shootout? Did. There's a high school one. Oh, uh, prep prep tournament or prep tournament. So it would have probably been the Alaska prep shootout. Yes. Or the Alaska airlines tournament at West high. I think it was Alaska airline. They offered us like 10 tickets. It didn't work out the year we needed to come, but, um, and, and people were looking at me like, why are you going up there? We usually go to Florida and they go, why are you going that way? I go, cause it would kind of be fun to not see the sun for like three days. Like, I don't know. It'd be like, you know, <laughs> It's not as it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Like I said, if you know when you're in in the the northern part of Alaska, it's a lot worse. But right. where we are, it's it's pretty average. Okay, it's not too bad. Yeah, no, it, it's tolerable. Let's just okay. say that. It, okay. See, that's relative to someone that grew to Alaska, not someone from Los Angeles. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, Los Angeles, you see the sun all the time. Right. So. For me, it's it was. I mean, the darkness it gets to you mentally. Do you have a lamp? Do you have a lamp? I, have did, a... I didn't do a lamp back, back then. I was in the military, as you know. My my sergeant would have told me to tough it out, right? Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, we 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 ran PT until it got to be negative thirty, and when you always ask me what code it was, it was always negative twenty nine. It was, yeah. you know, what I mean, no matter what it was, it was always negative twenty nine. So <laughs> you got tired of that too. So. Okay, who is the best basketball player of all time? I, I'm biased because as a Carolina guy, it's got to be Michael Jordan. I'm, I'm going to go Jordan. Okay. Go. I, I, you can, I mean, Jordan's winning most of it, but there's been other votes. There's been other votes. Um, there's been some LeBron votes. There's been a couple Kobe votes. There's been um, some Bill Russell votes. Um, I don't know who else. I, I, think, I think, personally, this is me being biased, I think the best player in the world right now might be living in Wisconsin playing for Milwaukee Bucks. He's not quite I, there yet, but he's close. That did go through my process. That did yeah, Giannis, like if you're building a basketball player, you build Giannis. Like, I think, I think there's a list of about 10 players that you could choose from. And if you don't pick one of those 10 players and you really don't know yeah. the game of basketball, yeah, right? Yeah. Then you might, you might say, you know, pick player, whoever. Right. And if they're not, if they're not in that top, in that, that list of 10, 
then you're probably just voting with your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Muggsy you know, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the most athletic player, I'm I'm leaning toward Wilt because I'm a yeah. you know Mag- Magic got I, I did a podcast last about a week ago and somebody voted for Magic. And it's like the thing is what you and Co- you and I are old enough that that uh that um the funny part is that Magic and Bird kind of changed the game, and then Jordan took it up here. Took it up to a whole nother level. A whole nother level. Like he, marketing level. 101. Like he went up here. But I grew up. I grew up a Laker fan, and if you were a Celtics fan, you oh, I couldn't talk to you. Like you so, really- Steve. That's funny because JoJo <laughs> White is my favorite player, and I grew up a Boston fan living in LA. Ooh, how did that work out for you? Oh. I couldn't wear the t-shirts. I couldn't wear the t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, Kevin McHale, I still have nightmares of Kevin McHale. Oh, my God. He just irritated me to no end. Um, uh, one thing that helped you become a better official or helped you become a better coach? One thing. One thing. Mentorship. Getting, getting, with, a, getting with an older official, or uh, not necessarily an older official, but a, a more experienced official, uh, and just being a sponge mentorship also for me I, I i you know i have an opportunity to to call a couple of coaches in my coaching circle uh from the uaa coach to a young lady that coaches in spokane washington at a division two school and also if i really i could get one of the assistants or a, a associate head coaches at k-state if i have a, a real critical problem so Okay. Do you guys have a favorite quote? If you don't, that's okay. I, I'm putting you on the spot here. Again, being from LA and having an opportunity as a, a younger, as a, as a boy, probably between the ages of eight to 10, being able to go to John Wooden's basketball camp at Cal Lutheran and not knowing the full extent of why I'm at camp or who John Wooden is and having that picture next to him and just just now knowing, realizing the, the, the gratefulness I had to be next to a legend of such. And I'm telling you, I'm giving away my age. Cal Lutheran was the place where the Dallas Cowboys had training camp, and Tony Dorsett was a rookie that oh, year. Oh, God. So, uh, make every day your masterpiece is, is my quote, my favorite quote. Oh, I love that one. That's a great one. What about you, you should Jay? never be proud of doing the right thing. Just do it. Ooh, I like that. Dean Smith. Yeah, somebody else said something this morning was pick up the trash. Mom, yeah. mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Leave it better than you found it kind of thing. It's like my mom and dad. Um, is there one book you two would recommend? Obviously, I like reading. You can see my bookshelves behind me. When I didn't used to fall asleep, and now I fall asleep when I read, so I listen to them. But one book? My number one is Leads, for God's sake. Ooh, that's a good book. That yeah, no one's I, I, I can read that book over and over and over again. I'm sure it's in there. I read it recently, but it is. It's on there. I think it's on the top upper shelf. It is. It is. Someone told me to get it, or I might have got it from from one of your blogs, and and I read it, and it was it was, and I read it again and highlighted it. I've actually given away four or five copies that to to, to coaches that, or I've heard from different types of parents that these coaches need it, you know, and then boom, I gave them the book. But yeah, I love that. I think there are, there are two for me um, as a former coach player uh, playing for night, the, the Steve Alford story. we talk about his six seasons, the four at uh, Indiana, he played on the 84 Olympics. And then they also did a, a trip to, to uh, somewhere in, in Asia. Um, so playing essentially six full seasons for Bobby Knight and uh, just very, very cut and dry. 
um, as an official verbal judo by George Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, because that's, it, it's just, it helps you dialogue. I think it helps you in a lot of situations. Um, it's helped me as, as a, as a teacher talking with parents, talking with students, talking with coworkers, administrators. It's just a really good book to help, to help, help you learn how to dialogue correctly. It's yeah, that's, it's an art. There's an art to that. All right. So I always end with this question. What would you tell your younger self time machine Mm -hmm. back to the future? That ages me. What would you tell your younger self for, for me? Keep fighting. Just keep, keep doing what you're doing. Um, it, it doesn't matter whether you, you, you win or lose, you, you fail successes, but you, you got it, but you got to keep pushing on. If you, if you hit that roadblock and you stop, you hit that wall and you stop, you're, you're, you're not going anywhere. And for me, it would be like, uh, appreciate the small details in life. Just appreciate and be grateful more and more each day. Uh, because I, I, I have not done that enough, I think, in, in my lifetime. But, but Steve, living in Alaska, uh, just looking out, I mean, I can wake up in the morning and look at mountains that are, are totally incredible. I mean, you, you're, you're, I mean, literally you're in God's country now. It, yeah. Have you been to Banff? Have either one of you been to Banff or Glacier? In Canada? Yeah. I have not, but I want to, because I have a great golf course there. <laughs> what about, what about Glacier? Glacier is one of my favorite national parks. Um, but anyway, it reminds me, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking Glacier and Canada are going to be similar. Um, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to convince my son to go do a whole bunch of national parks now that he's taking a year off, just kind of go see the Grand Canyon and just go see the world a little bit, but we'll see if it works out. Um, what time is it there right now? It's it's 5.20 here. What time is it there? 2.20. It's your three hours, so your mountain time. No, Alaska time, your mountain time, or central time. You're- yeah, we're central. What are you, what, what, what central time, you're, what, what are you considering? Alaska. Alaska There's time. literally Alaska time. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're our own time zone. I did not know that. Oh, see, we're, I learned something today. We're an hour behind Pacific time. Ah, and an okay. hour ahead of Hawaii. So, how do you watch sporting events? Late at night, Early in the morning. <laughs> Going Jesus. DVR. I know because the world's set up for Central and Eastern. Really, exactly. It is. <laughs> so college football kicks off at 8 a.m. for the, the noon the noon games the right on the east coast the noon starts kick off at 8 a.m. here so that means you know for me to get up and watch Chris Fowler and to watch Kirk Herb Street and and college game day I'm I got to get up at five o'clock in the morning yes and I do that's crazy but then you have the rest of your day. You can go golfing in the afternoon. So there's a plus. Absolutely. There's a plus. NFL, NFL game starts at nine instead of one, you know, just things of that nature. So we get 9 a.m. game. So you, as you're getting well, ready. Well, the, NCAA, the NCAAs would be better. At least, at least the final game starts at like eight. I think it starts eight here, nine Eastern. So that, that would actually be right after dinner. That would be actually better yeah, for the NCAA. The championship game is perfect to go sit and, you know, you're going to have dinner while you're watching the game five, you know, whatever, yeah. five, five, 15, five, 20 start. That works. All right. Well, thank you. I really appreciate this. Um, this was great. I haven't done one of these in a while and this was so much fun. So I really appreciate you guys taking your time out of your day to do this. So, 
No problem. Thank we you. Appreciate it. Appreciate yep. it. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you love it and you want to support us, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial as we talk. Subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Those Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.